Welcome back to the Wasted Local Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Daniel, alongside the one, the only, the friggin' winner, <laughs> the number one team, Josiah. That's that's me. I'm I'm here, guys. Don't worry. It's funny because I'm here. Daniel's not. Yeah, we're actually recording. I'm recording this from my bedroom right now. I'm that's recording weird. this. I was kind of hoping that I would be able to record it from your bedroom, but I guess not. Things didn't work I out. I mean, don't don't lie. I mean, we wouldn't get anything done from my bedroom if we were both here. You're not wrong. But if it we sounds a little bit different this week, that's why, because we're remote. Yes. I'll make it sound as good as I can. Just like the so. Miami Dolphins' chances of winning the Super Bowl remote. I mean, they, they put up a a pretty good game against the bills on Sunday. Well, I, was, I don't know. I was the bills just kind of pooped the bed. They did quite. I got to watch it with live? my brother, Nathan, some live, live. scouting. It, awesome. there. It, it was fun. Um, I got to watch a few ex cowboys, Cole Beasley, Alan Hearns, taco Charlton live. And I got to watch Cole Beasley scores first touchdown as a Buffalo Bill. So that was awesome. Nice. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. I All right. Didn't oh, do anything. No, you got something? No, I was actually just saying that I don't have anything to say. Oh, that's right. I mean, you know, the Steelers were on a bye week and Yeah. No more no 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 duck for this week, so Mason Rudolph is supposed to be back soon. I mean, do you want him back over over Duck Dynasty? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Either way, we're on our second and third string quarterback. So true, true. All right. So let's go ahead and get to this week's recap. Starting at the top, we've got hover around genocide. Myself defeating VH Lupa Batman ninety four to sixty nine point five. Yikes. That's not great. No. Not but at all. This whole week, there was multiple teams that scored below 100 points. If he would have started Chase Edmonds instead of David Montgomery and then sat his defense or started his backup tight end, he would have beat you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was a rough week for seemingly everybody except for me but you had two people <laughs> on your team Lamar Jackson and Dalvin Cook both show up for you big and that that was just about it your kicker got 15 yep. points yeah other than that everybody was below 10 so <laughs> it wasn't great you had um, some decent uh 11 point games from Robert Woods and Golden Tate on your bench yeah um I was toying around with who to start like, I was really – it was either Calvin Ridley or Robert Woods is what I was going for. And Nathan warned me. He's like, the Rams just got uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's like, so don't start Ridley. And I'm like, no, nah, he'll be fine. Then Matt Ryan goes out and, you know, yeah, the rest I'm is history. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to go because – you have Calvin Ridley, and they just got rid of Muhammad Sanu. So in theory, Calvin Ridley should get 
more stats, but also Matt Ryan is hurt, so maybe he'll yeah. get less stats. Who knows? Yeah. They're not saying it's super serious. Um, they said it was just a sprained ankle, but he could be out a couple weeks. So we'll see. It sucks because Lamar Jackson's on a bye this week, so I got to oh, well, yeah. for a quarterback. So we'll, we'll get into the trades a little bit later, but yeah. Okay, yeah, right, so beat him pretty handily. <laughs> yeah, un- yeah. surprisingly, with a, a score of 94, I beat him pretty handily. Yeah. All right, so next we have the Wrath of Quan, Nathan, defeating Mindflayer Bonner, Brittany, 81.4 to 67.6. Ooh. Ooh. Ugh. What a game. <laughs> this is another one that was just, I mean trash it, yeah from teams like like Britney's who have been putting up decent points every week and nathan's been right around the 100 point mark ish or a little bit below it just ugh. yeah there was nothing good about this matchup at all he um, did have sony michelle on his bench who scored three touchdowns got him 21.9 points but even then he, he would barely have broken one, he wouldn't even have hit 100 points if he started him. Yeah. I that, I kind of, we were talking about it on Saturday whenever we were at the hotel up in Buffalo about Michelle or Devin Singletary. And I don't know if I swayed him to start Devin Singletary, but I do distinctly remember saying, I'm not going to tell you to start one or the other because whoever I tell you to start will end up sucking. Well, Singletary's so. going against the Dolphins, and that's a pretty safe bet. But I wasn't he kind of half injured, just like a little bit sore. Uh, probably, yeah. So I mean, even 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 Frank Gore didn't do well against. I mean, it, the Dolphins. You would think that they would each put up like at least ten apiece, but they didn't do anything. And that whole offense until like late in the third quarter couldn't really do much. That doesn't look great is, for them, the Bills. No. And, and it I doesn't look it, great for the Dolphins either. They're going to have to trade Ryan Fitzpatrick or he's going to get them a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you'll see uh, the Bengals go up and get the first-round pick or the number one pick. Hate to see it. Yeah. But there's not much to say about this game, um, so let's move on. Yes. We will go ahead and get to... This was the shit bowl. This was the one that I said it was like two assholes pressed against each other. And Roger lost. Oh, man. It sh- it just shows that <laughs> Jess is superior when it comes to having, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I don't know how to put it. We gave her a funeral this week. We did. Or this past week. And she would have beat. Most of the teams in the league because she scored 105 points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might have to dig her up eventually. If she if she wins a couple in a row, we'll dig her up. I mean, this was only her second win, so I'm not going to jump the gun too quickly. I will say. And she, and she, beat, she beat Roger. So, I mean, it, I would still keep her buried, but it's still not going to be great. I feel super guilty for giving her a hard time about the Rams defense 
and they she put them on her bench and they scored 22 points. 20 yep. <laughs> Jess, don't listen to me. I know you're probably not listening to this right now, but don't listen to me. And then I don't think she listens to any of this because in order for her to even see a trade that I proposed to her last week, I had to text her and be oh. like, "Yo, check your trades." And then immediately it was declined. It's like, "Okay." Matt Stafford so. did really well for her. The Rams defense did really well. She has Corey Davis on her bench that did really well. Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders, brand new 49er. That's interesting. Yep. Josh Just Jacobs, today. Hunter Henry, Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Derrick Henry. What is going on? She, her team looks great. Like, as bad as it looked last week, she's she's one quarterback start away from being one of the highest, maybe the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, and Kyler Murray kind of disappointed this week. He's only seven points. Um, I figured against that Giants defense that he would have gotten at least 20. Well, at least his projected 19. But it's not even like he did poorly. Chase Edmonds just ran for 150 yards and three touchdowns. So, I mean, that's what they did. Yeah. The Giants couldn't stop the run game, and Kyler Murray didn't have to score any touchdowns, and it showed on his fantasy stats. He only had 104 yards passing. Well, I mean, if you got a running back that can do that. that (laughs) Yeah. Recap of Um, Rodgers' team, trash. Yeah. Trash. Didn't Devonta Freeman get ejected for trying to start a fight? I, I saw that he left the game. I also saw the Falcons back up got knocked out and possibly a neck injury as well. So who even knows who's going to start for Falcons running back? Hey, possible waiver wire spoiler. Look look at that. There's some running backs that have been hurt just recently. If you need a running back, maybe check check the depth charts. I'm going to need to do that because I kind of traded away one of my good running backs today. Oh. But, but yeah, so... Jess defeated Roger 105.3 to 89.8. So next up, we've got my favorite game of the week yet again. Team King Dingus defeating Jed 121.5 to 111.9. Aaron Rodgers, FT dubs. David Johnson didn't do shit, so it didn't matter because Aaron Rodgers put up 43 fantasy points. He, Josh was in serious trouble when David Johnson was active and it was actually trending on Twitter. David Johnson, like, screw you. Like, all these people are so mad that the Cardinals came out and said that he was active and then they didn't play him, like, at all. So people were mad. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, 43.8 points carried the team to the win. I mean, yeah, he did. Stefan Diggs showed up again, not as big as he did last week. But 17.7 points is solid. And then Darren Waller has been silently one of the better tight ends in the league. Yeah. And got him 28.1 points. Even with Marvin Jones Jr., Jed's flex position getting 38.3 points and his kicker getting 14 points with Pat Mahomes going down 
Kelsey also suffered from that, and then Jed suffered from both. He still scored 111.9 points, though. Yeah, he still would have beat most everybody else. Everybody but, obviously, Josh and you. So, but yeah, Mahomes being hurt and out for a few games will hurt him, but I see that he went and snagged Kirk Cousins, who has been on a streak. I don't expect that to last, but because it's Kirk Cousins. Um, he's got... Did Mohamed Sanu, he got traded today, didn't he? He got traded to the Patriots. So now, nice. instead of scoring .8 points, he's either going to score 25 points or no points. Or no points. So, <laughs> I mean, that could be really good for him, though, because it's just a matter of time before Josh Gordon gets caught with weed again and he has to go out. So, Mohamed Sanu yep. could be that guy. Yeah, and Josh Gordon actually played this week, but not much. I, I dropped him last week because he just wasn't worth me trying to figure out to, if I should start him or not every week, and it was getting really annoying whenever I did start him. So I don't think he is what they expected him to be. And no. The Patriots are also really good at spreading the ball around, and that's partially so that they don't have to pay these guys a lot of money like you would have to pay an elite receiver like Julio Jones. That's unfortunate for, I mean, I I think Josh Gordon could be a great receiver in the right system. He'd be a good, you know, I don't know, send him to San Francisco. Or Denver. Denver. Denver could use one, yeah. Mile High Stadium. It was a weed joke. I'm sorry. It wasn't very funny, but <laughs> I threw it in there. All right. Are you ready for your game? Josiah, why don't you lead this one off? I your game. was ready for my game. <laughs> Michael apparently was not. It, hold on. Updating app. Hold on. Loading. Loading. ESPN is trash. All right. Wait. Oh, it sent me into next week. I hate ESPN. This is just okay, well, sucking the life right <laughs> out of my moment. While you are trying to figure out your phone because the ESPN app sucks. 136.4 to 99.1. What's there you go. up? <laughs> Sitting pretty at six and one up there. Russell Wilson uh, with his worst game of the season worried me a little bit. Adam Thielen caught a touchdown pass on his first their first drive and then pulled his hamstring. I was like, this is not a great way to start the the week for me. Not great. But well, you only had you had Thielen who scored nine, Zach Ertz who scored four point eight, and the rest of your ski- team scored over 10 points. So I'd say it's a solid, you know, win even with Thielen pulling a hamstring. I mean, Latavius Murray was a great pickup with 29.5 points with Alvin Kamara being out. Yeah, I had to I was watching that very closely all week because Kamara was like is he going to play? Is he not going to play? So I scooped his backup just in case and it paid off. And then Austin yeah. Eckler with that 40-yard touchdown reception, uh, that put him over – he had over 100 yards receiving again. I I don't trust Eckler as well as he's been doing for me. I'm still nervous about him. What, with Melvin Gordon being back? Yeah, with or? Melvin Gordon being back and their team just being awful. I 
Eckler has still been putting up fantasy points, but I don't know how much I can trust that to continue. Without that 40-yard touchdown catch, he still does pretty well for me, but it's not 22 points like it was this week. And then, uh, yeah, Ch- I get Chubb back next week. That's pretty cool. Cam Sutton for me, or Cortland Sutton. Cam Sutton's a Steelers player. Cortland Sutton got me 11.7 points in my flex, which I'm excited about because he's a perfect kind of little plug-and-play bi-week receiver, and he did exactly what I needed him to do with Chubb and Kamara and Landry and just like all the things I didn't have players to play because of bye weeks and injuries. So thank you, uh, Cortland Sutton. That was great. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. ain't it, though. Jimmy G no. ain't it. Michael was telling me today that he went out and picked up Sam Darnold because of his performance last week because he knew Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, I mean, he's, he doesn't put up a whole lot of points, and then you see Sam Darnold with, what was it, four interceptions with minus 6.7 points on his bench. I don't expect him to be on Michael's bench much longer. Uh, well, we we were talking about it because he, he was trying to trade. I have Phillip Rivers as my backup. Uh, Roger has, like, 15 quarterbacks on his bench, and he – He's like, what do I do? Roger actually told him, he said, do yourself a favor. You're trying to trade away some of your better players. Just try to scoop someone off the waiver wire. There's some decent quarterbacks out there. So with Sam Darnold coming back, Michael even said, I know that New England is going to crush Sam Darnold, but he's playing Jacksonville, Miami, New York Giants, Washington Redskins, Oakland, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore Pitt, Buffalo. But there's like eight games in a row there where he's playing the bottom three teams in the NFL. So that was Michael's kind of strategy for picking up Darnold and hoping that he can kind of get some garbage points against some garbage teams. Man, it's a smart move. I didn't even think about that. I didn't look at the schedule or anything. So, I mean, that's pretty – Yeah, we – He might might pay off for him then. Then you've got – He's got uh, Kareem Hunt is eligible to start practicing, I believe, this week or next week. That worries me as a Nick Chubb owner. Yeah, I was going to ask you how how you felt about that, but not full Chubb right now. We can't not full Chubb. We might be getting but, half Chubb. But I don't feel like even if Kareem Hunt does come back this week, that even in the next few weeks he'll even. Yeah, but even do if he takes five touches away or eight touches away from Nick Chubb. He goes from like top three fantasy running back to maybe top 15 fantasy running back. And I, mm-hmm. that I'm a little worried about. Cause like I said, I already don't trust Eckler and Kamara has been limping around, especially with Drew Brees out. So I, I don't know as, as well as my team has been doing, I, I'm worried that I'm going to go, I'm going to make the playoffs and then just when I need my team to perform, they're going to, they're going to pull a Roger and just. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I know. But you know, <laughs> just, just for the record, Daniel and I are FaceTiming and he has some kind of alien getting his mind blown. <laughs> he's, he's changing. He has his face changed. I can't actually see Daniel's face, but. That's what you I'm told me you didn't right want now. to see my face, so I put that's, a sticker over it. That's actually big true right there. I appreciate it. Thanks for. I mean, help. I can change the sticker if you want. No, I. What, what sticker yeah. are you going with now? 
I don't know. Let me see. Let me see what I got here. Okay. So why don't you why don't you take us into the league standings now? Um, league while standings. I my sticker. Um, hold on. I will take you into league standings. Mostly. Uh, let's see. In first place, <laughs> me unsolicited deck picks. In second place, surprise the wrath of Quan Nathan. Who has he jumped up big. Ben Kleiman. And number three, Hover Around Genocide. Daniel, who's... Were you three last week? You were right around there. I was three or four, yeah. And with his win this week, Team King Dangus, Josh Hall, climbs into four, which if the playoffs were today, he'd be in the playoffs. That's a big deal. Five, slipping a little bit. Bald Bear Fighter, Jed Flesher. Six, slipping a little bit. The Chosen One, Michael Bonner. Mind Flare Bonner, Brittany, is at number seven. Sorry, I'm distracted because Daniel has turned into some kind of wildebeest looking... Pumbaa. Pumbaa, that's it. (laughs) And then eight, Team Hairless, Jess Flesher. Nine, Bruce. Ten, Roger. No surprise. Weird. Weird. So, yeah. Um, a few big changes. I mean, Michael falls out of the playoff contention. So does Jed. Yes. And Josh gets his, th- that boost that he needs right up there. And his points. He is... Um, when it Josiah comes finally time. surpassed me in points. Yes. And Josh is six points below me in points. So... Josh is working his way up, and his he's had team's some bad starting luck. to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, he's got <laughs> – no, I'm just saying he's had some bad luck because he's got a lot of points and not as many wins as he maybe should. Where on the flip side, Michael doesn't have very many points, but he has the wins. So if it comes down to a tiebreaker, which it is right now because they're both four and three, Josh is in and Michael's out. So is Jed, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're actually... There's only one team, Josiah, that's 6-1. and one. Yes. Uh, then the Wrath of Quan, Nathan, and myself are both 5-2. and two. Team King Dingus, Josh, the Chosen One, Michael, and Bald Bear Fighter, Jed, are all 4-3. and three. Uh, Team Hairless, VH Loop of Batman, Mind Flayer Bonner, all 2-5, and five, and Roger at 1-6. and six. So it's start. We're starting to get to the point to where the bottom teams are are not going to be able to catch back up. The quite teams as are separating. Yeah, and the five and two teams and the four and three teams are still kind of really close. But the four and two or the four and three teams away from you, they've got to do some climbing, and those three teams are going to be really battling for that fourth spot in the playoffs. Yeah, these now, next couple of weeks are pretty important as far as that final position in the playoffs where as it's concerned. Yeah, and I'm worried because I've got a tough slate of games ahead of me. That's that another thing that Michael and I talked about last night. His first half of the season was relatively simple for him, but in his last half of the season, he plays everybody in the top five at least once. Mm-hmm. So that's... 
that's going to be hard for him. If he wins, that's great because he's going to be in the playoffs. If he loses, he might be hanging out with Roger, which nobody wants to do ever. Yeah, in fantasy or in real life. It's facts. So let's go ahead and... Speaking of Roger. In Mar- what's that word? In, 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 it's an M word. They say whenever somebody dies. The moratorium. Sure. In 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 memory of. Yeah, there there we go. In memory of what could have been a solid Roger team. Better luck next year, because you're we, you're not coming back. This, <laughs> There's no way. We buried Jess last week, and I threw it out to Roger. I said, Roger, if you can beat Jess this week. We won't bear anybody this week. What'd you do? You lost. <laughs> you fucking lost. You lost. <laughs> Roger, you are our burial of the week. Moment of silence. And I mean, we're back. Well, we would need to take like double because the grave's going to have to be a lot bigger. Yeah. But. Oh, man. But anyway. All right. So. Let's go ahead and get to our final standing projections, which has changed a good bit as well this week. Team King Dingus is sitting uh, at four. I dropped down to two this week. So it's the first time, I think, all year that I haven't been projected at finishing first. Josh was projected first after the draft. I remember that. Yeah, and now he's at four. Uh, Nathan... The Wrath of Quan is sitting at number three. Bald Bear Fighter drops to six. Team Hairless Jess is still at five. It's still projecting her to finish at fifth, fifth place. Uh, Mind Flayer Bonner Brittany dropped to nine. Uh, VH Loop of Batman is still sitting at ten. Unsolicited Dak picks Josiah jumped up to first. Yeah, and I really haven't done that much to my team, except for one trade. So, suck it, ESPN, for thinking I was going to finish eighth place. Well, there's still time. I know. There's still time. There is. <laughs> what are you doing? I chose... Huh? I don't know. There's some kind of... Oh, there... I don't know. There was what? some There was some what? scratching what? noises. What? 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 Oh, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, crap. The microphone's right there. I was scratching my, my, my chest. Okay. My okay. bad dog. Uh, Michael, the chosen one, sitting at, uh, projected to finish seventh, and Roger projected to finish eighth, which I don't really get, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can finish can't eighth, finish. but we still buried you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to get into the projected playoff bracket now, or do you want to jump into some trades? Let's do some trades because we kind of went over the playoffs just a little bit with how we talked about Josh sliding up into that fourth spot. So we kind of got a little Mm -hmm. bit of a snapshot already. Yeah. So I made two trades today. I noticed. And the second one was, I mean, Odo Beckham's been riding my bench and I need another running back, especially because of the first trade that I made today. I traded Nathan Odo Beckham Jr. for Philip Lindsay. But the big trade today, and Roger and I were back and forth about it for a little bit, um, I asked him, basically I asked him what it would take for me to get Mr. Brisket, Jacoby Brissett, from him. Oh, yes. And he said, 
I could work around, you know, doing something with Dalvin Cook. And I was like, well, that that's not a good trade. Like, just straight up, no, no way. Um, so he offered me Jacoby Brissett and Tyreek Hill for Dalvin Cook. I denied that because I'm not getting any type of real value from those two that I would out of Cook. So we settled on, I gave Roger Dalvin Cook and Golden Tate for Jacoby Brissett, Amari Cooper, and Tyreek Hill. Now, I've got McCaffrey, so I've got a number one running back. My biggest downfall this year, especially on those weeks that I've lost, have been my wide receivers. I didn't have any true number one wide receiver. It was week to week, and typically none of them really performed. And if somebody did, it was like 14 points on my bench. So I gave up possibly the one of the best running backs for I think I think it was a decent trade. I'm still like kind of sick to my stomach about it, but Yeah. Especially I'll be with, all right with it. Where you got Dalvin Cook in the draft. I believe he was in the second round. I know I picked second Nick Chubb yeah. over Dalvin Cook. So one of the things that I always think about in a trade, you're not necessarily trading points for points. Mm-hmm. You're trading positions for positions that you need. So, yeah. I I mean, Jacoby Brissett scored almost 30 points last week, but that doesn't make him an elite quarterback in the league, but it still makes him a solid option at quarterback. So... But you couldn't necessarily trade Dalvin Cook for Jacoby Brissett straight up because Dalvin Cook, even though he's not scoring almost 30 points every week, he's been one of the top three running backs in fantasy. So as far as positional value goes, Dalvin Cook has more positional value, plus or minus, than maybe the next running back. But your receivers with Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper, that could be outstanding for you. And yeah. you can make up a lot of the points that you lose with Dalvin Cook. Jacoby Brissett, who's your quarterback right now? Well, I've got Lamar Jackson and Matt Ryan. And uh, Matt, Matt Ryan Ryan's is hurt. hurt. And Lamar Jackson's on a bye this week, but I don't know how long Matt Ryan's going to be out. Yeah. And with Jackson being on a bye, I, I probably wouldn't – I mean – the whole trade was more of a way to get some good running backs, really, because uh, Jacoby Brissett, what, what my, in, in my mind, like I can start him or I can use him in a trade because he's, he's doing decent. Yeah. So, you know, over Matt Ryan, who's hurt and didn't do great this week, even whenever he was in there. Um, wouldn't have, people, people are still kind of like leery about Matt Ryan because of his past and people wouldn't really, you know, people don't feel good about trading anybody for him, but Jacoby Brissett's doing pretty decent. So that's more of my whole thought process. And then I threw him golden Tate cause I've got so many wide receivers that the less wide receivers that I have to try to figure out who to start, the less of a chance of me making a dumb mistake and leaving one on my bench that scores 20 points. That's so. one of the reasons that I traded for DeAndre Hopkins is because it's hard to decide when everyone's projected at eight points who to start. I'm not ever going to sit DeAndre Hopkins. Even if he's had 
a couple weeks where he scored me 10, 12 points. This week he scored me 22 points, which is great. I think as far as the Roger Daniel trade goes, that Daniel might have a little bit of the edge. Josh needed a running, not Josh. I did it again. Roger. Josh, <laughs> dr- dr- gosh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's a- Sorry, Josh, didn't mean to bury you right there. Roger, you're still buried. But Roger needed a running back. He's needed a running back pretty much all season, and he got his running back in Dalvin Cook. You traded away Watkins and Tate, who maybe if there's a bye week or an injury or something, maybe one of those could get into your starting spot, maybe a flex-ish, maybe. I don't know, but instead you have Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper who are going to start for you every week, no matter what, no matter who they play. So Roger gets 100% a great running back. You get two starting receivers. And then, like I said, Roger gets Watkins and Tate, who, as far as his team is concerned, might be an upgrade for him. And then if Brissett keeps scoring 28 to 30 points a week, he might take your starting spot. So who knows? Mm Mm-hmm. As far as the Nathan-Daniel trade goes, I don't really think there's a winner here because you he traded a running back that has been doing really bad as far as his projections has been going for a mm-hmm. receiver that's been doing really bad as far as his projections have been going. So basically, this was, I'm sick of looking at this player on my bench. <laughs> you can have him, and I need, a, I need a running back, you need a receiver. Let's just trade... Trash players for trash players. Both of them have the potential to do really well. Both of them have the potential just to sit on your bench, and this could end up being an absolutely worthless trade because neither of you could end up starting either player. So not not a bad deal. Like I said, you're just sick of looking at them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Beckham has started like two weeks this year. On In both those weeks, he didn't do anything. Um, well, I think he. Start, I think I started him week one. He did pretty decent. And I started him another week, and he got like two points, and then he's sat on my bench ever since. And with me getting rid of Cook, my only other running back is Miles Sanders, and he isn't. I mean, Philip Lindsay's better than Miles Sanders, so I would rather have Philip Lindsay with a seven to ten points a week, maybe, over Miles Sanders, who is, you know, 12 points, then two points, then eight points, then six points. It's just... And that's not even to mention someone like Chase Edmonds who just scored... He was on Bruce's bench, but he scored over 30 points this week. And that's just because David Johnson was hurt. And like I said, there's quite a few running backs in the NFL that, like Kamara, is hurt. David Johnson, hurt. I'm not going to throw out any other names because do the research, find the waiver wire you might be able to pick up a solid running back. So I think this this is getting interesting as far as backup QBs and backup running backs. This is an interesting fantasy season. Who's going to make the correct waiver wire pickup to help their team win? Yeah. All right. Was Were there any – no, there weren't any other trades at all this week, were there? I don't see anything else on here. I know this – I feel like this week more than any other week – I mean, there's the only those two, two trades that have happened, but uh, teams 
like Michael and Jed and like a, a few teams that have fallen out of the playoff race might be looking to do more options, especially like Jed has Mahomes hurt and Mariota was his backup. I think he picked up Cousins, so he, yeah, he should be fine. Too. But like I said, some teams like Michael not feeling great about their their current projections and I don't I think uh it could be interesting uh going down I've, the stretch I've, some of the trades that might happen. I've talked to Michael um about about a trade but he wants to wait until after the waiver wires to see what he can get. So there might be another trade in the works with between me and Michael but We'll let that be what it is yeah. if it happens and after the waiver wires. Yeah. So, and some of these teams are just kind of completely out of it. It's not, it's kind of sad that there's no teams out there with three wins right now because there's the, there's definitely some tiers forming an upper class and a lower class. And so it, it kind of makes it a little bit less interesting, but that final playoff spot is still in a hot race yeah. right now. I mean, without, a, you know, people in, you know, with three wins, I think it's a lot more interesting with, you've got, you got three teams at four and three that are fighting for that last playoff spot. Then you've got two teams that are five and two that are fighting to keep their spot. Yeah. So then you've got, you know, you at the top, which, you know, if you lose one, if you lose one game and, me or Nathan would happen to win that week, it's game one because you could be knocked out of first place. But the points are close. So, in order for me to lose, I would have to score probably a, a small amount of points, which would make either you or Josh, with who have the second and third most points right now, they, you could jump me pretty easily if I have mm-hmm. a dud week and lose yeah uh josh would have to keep winning um because if he drops to four and four even with those that amount of points um you know it wouldn't really help him out much because we're getting we're getting you know down to the wire about well no we're, we're about, only midway we're, we're at the midway point right now yeah so i mean anything can happen um so yeah i'm excited to hopefully see what this trade can do and see if it can help my team actually be more consistent because I'm up and down, up and down, up and down, and it's getting really, really old. So <laughs> up and down, but, up and down this podcast brought to you by blue chew. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one, day, uh, one day, maybe blue chew anyway. All right. So we'll, I'll just go through this real quick. The, the uh, projected playoff brackets, um, since we've basically already given it away right now at the bottom tier, of the consolation bracket would be Roger versus Bruce. Uh, then Jess versus Brittany and Michael versus Jed, which the two people who have won every year for the past three years are both in the consolation ladder right now. So Josiah, Nathan, Josh, we got to keep this up. We do. I mean, um, they, they have the potential <laughs> to possibly get that number one pick next year which it could be a big deal as far as regaining their title hopes but not this year. I'm I'm sticking yeah. I'm sticking on the top. 
I mean, the number one pick this year didn't didn't really do Nathan too well with Saquon going out for a few weeks. Yeah. So, but he's still at five and two. So, you know, I honestly having the number one pick is such a big responsibility because you don't get another pick for twenty picks. So, if yeah. someone like Saquon goes down, we saw it when Linden last year was it was it Todd Gurley. Or and the year before that no, it was uh there was David one Johnson. Year it was David Johnson. Um but yeah. Um that he I think he drafted Bell. Uh no, no, you drafted, I drafted Bell and you Bell. sat out. Yeah. If your first round pick misses, it's not good. Devastating. Yeah, it pretty much knocks you out of the playoffs because that's minus 10, 15 points right away on your team. Mm-hmm. All right, and sitting at the top, obviously, if if the playoffs started today, it would be Josh versus Josiah and myself versus Nathan. I Those matchups are tight. Josh has been putting yeah. up more points than anybody week in and week out. Uh, he's had maybe two bad weeks in total, but besides mm-hmm. that, he's hitting that 140, 150 mark almost every week. And that's scary for you, and especially this year whenever our playoffs are only one week yeah. per round. So He's not the guy I but, want to face. Yeah, I mean, between me and Nathan, I mean, we're both kind of in the same boat. One week we'll put up 100 and some points, the next week we put up 80. So that'd be a really kind of up-in-the-air type Luck of Luck of the draw kind of well. deal. <laughs> yeah. I think as of right now, whoever wins between me and Josh is going to beat whoever wins between you and Nathan, so you guys can suck it. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But, you know, the season's not over yet, so there's plenty of time for all four of us to get knocked out of the playoffs. So <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead into our final segment, and we'll do matchups for well, week eight. You want to pick a winner and loser of the week? Oh, I forgot to do that. Um, Roger, you're my loser of the week. Michael, obviously, you're my loser of the week. I mean, uh, Michael is very close second. Roger definitely gets it because he got beat by the other worst team in the league, and no matter what, he just can't get out of that hole. So Yeah, and we threw dirt on him and buried him in that hole. Michael is my pick for the week uh, because, I mean, he talks about it all the time, how poorly some of his star players are playing, like Keenan Allen, and Cooper Cup, Marlon Mack, Melvin Gordon, Jimmy Garoppolo, they're just not showing up week in and week out, and it's killing him. He has Ezekiel Elliott coming up on a bye this week, so yeah, that's also hurt him. not great for him. He has, it's just, he went from first place to, I think, sixth place, completely out of the playoffs in a period of, I think he started 3-0, and and now he has lost... He's four and three now, so he's he's not doing great. He's on a little bit of a losing slide, and I don't think it's going to turn around for him. Just looking at what's going on, so he is my loser. I would pick me as the winner, but I'm always the winner because I'm awesome. (laughs) Picking Nathan as my winner for the second week in a row because two weeks ago. Once again, I buried him for sliding from possible first place all the way down to sixth place. But he has taken care of business. Not pretty, 
he has gotten some luck. He only scored 80 points this week, and but he's gotten the wins, and he's in second place now. So hopefully for him, his team starts to score a little bit more and average more than 100 points. But as of right now, he's kind of sitting pretty up there in the number two spot. Yeah, uh, my winner is going to be Josh. Yeah, because, he was my second pick. Yeah, with this win over Jed, that that gives him that playoff spot right now, as as it are as it were right now, and his team's starting to become dangerous. Uh, he's he's got Diggs that's performing, Rogers is performing, Waller. I mean, Godwin. Gosh. Yeah, I, I'm so so happy that he beat Jed. That's <laughs> yeah. why he's my winner. So <laughs> he did just lose a running back, though. So I don't know how. Uh, I don't even know when he's supposed to come back. He might I, be done for the season. So I hope because I play him this week. So yeah, he did just. That's no no good for him. No. But yeah, he's 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 doing well. All right, so those were the winners and the losers. Um, I can't believe I completely forgot to do those this week. That's my bad. No, that's okay. We buried Roger, and he was like a super loser, so I guess we kind of yeah. did it twice. True. Very true. All right, so let's go ahead and get on to the matchups this week. And starting at the top, we've got Team King Dingus versus me, Hover Around Genocide. Huge. Now, yeah, this is going to be a huge game. The projections, obviously, I mean, there's a lot that's going to change here because I've got to pick up a kicker because my kicker's on a buy, my quarterback is on a buy, my, and I've got all these trades going through, so I've got to wait until Thursday before I can fully set my lineup. Yeah. Um, so I can't really give yay or nay on this one until I actually see what I can do. But Amari Cooper is on a bye week this week, so I can't start him, so it would be... Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, and Robert we'll Woods didn't do bad for you last week. Calvin Ridley is no the number two. He was kind of the number two receiver before, but now he's solidly in the number two slot. Yeah. So, Everett has done well for the Rams in the tight end position. I don't know what DJ Chark did last week, but he about eight point eight points. I mean, that's not that's much not against awful. He's a touchdown yeah, away from a good flex spot game. Yeah, but they, I mean, they played the Bengals and yeah. he put up eight points. So it, it really kind of pissed me off. But, you know, as far waiver as waiver wire ad, so the matchups go Aaron Rodgers is facing Kansas City's defense. Not mm-hmm. great for you. David Johnson, if he plays, would face New Orleans defense. Uh, so that's not a good matchup for him. He's got Gurley versus Cincinnati. He's got Diggs versus Washington. He's got Taj Boyd versus the Rams, who might still be trying to figure out their cornerback situation. They definitely, Mm -hmm. I mean, miscommunications can happen, but their defense might be doing a little bit better. Uh, Waller versus Houston. Godwin versus Tennessee. I think, I don't know, just looking at the matchups, of course, I, your team is incomplete right now, but Roger is set to have a pretty big week, I think. You mean Josh? Oh, gosh. 
Yeah, I can't. I mean, why do I do that? It doesn't even I, make sense to me. Uh, I I don't know. How about but, that Pop Tart video though? Oh my that gosh, that was a great video. That was hilarious. If you haven't seen the Pop Tart video, go look at the Pop Tart video. If you don't know what I'm talking shit. about, <laughs> it's okay. If you know, you know. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean the matchups that he's got kind of kind of worries me, um, but. Once I see my matchups with my whole basically half of a team, a whole new half of a team, then McCaffrey versus San Francisco, not great for you. Me. Not good. No. Uh, but the Minnesota defense versus the Washington Redskins, that could that could be potentially solid for you. Yeah, that that could that could be my saving grace this week. Um so yeah, we'll we'll move on because, you know. I'm going to pick we'll Josh see. to win right now just looking at his team <clears throat> versus your kind of incomplete scraggly team. But I, that could change once I see Tyreek Hill and uh, Jacoby Brissett in that lineup. Yeah. All right, so next we have Team Hairless Jess versus Mind Flare Bonner. Two, two, and five teams battling for – I, I don't know, just because they don't have any other options. See, only point. two women in our league. I guess they're yeah. battling to see who's the better woman. I, I guess, don't. Yeah, yeah, maybe, possibly. I would I say. I would. I say, guess we got Bruce as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, based on uh, marriage, Brittany is definitely the better woman. Yeah, because you know, no good. No, no, no person in their right mind would marry somebody like Jed. Um, Facts. But Jess is awesome, so I can't really say that. But yeah, seriously, you need to rethink who you married. Anyway, um, I really... Jess is... I, she's always <laughs> yeah, the highest just, projected player. Like She's always mm-hmm. the highest projected team in the league. And it doesn't always make sense, but looking at her team this week, it kind of makes sense. Uh, Matt Stafford versus the Giants, Le'Veon Bell versus Jacksonville. Uh, she has Michael Thomas versus Arizona. So mm-hmm. I just think, I think it's going to be tough for Brittany uh, to overcome. But yeah. I mean, she's got some good matchups too. Watson versus Oakland, Carson versus Atlanta. Uh, she needs her receivers and tight end to show up just because they haven't for three weeks in a row or whatever it is. And does she start Juju Smith-Schuster? Maybe. I don't know. It depends on who the Steelers run out there, wheel out there or whatever to <laughs> to throw him the ball. It's, she's just in a bad situation, I feel like, with that Juju pick. Yeah. Yeah, taking him, that was her first pick, wasn't it? I think so. Let me look here. It was high up there. Yep. Fifth overall. Mm. That's tough. And it wasn't a bad pick, to be honest. He was projected to no. get sixteen to eighteen hundred yards and possibly yeah, I mean, be the number really... one receiver in the league. You can't predict losing Roethlisberger. Yeah. And Mason Rudolph. And so. Josh Dobbs. I mean, I think for me that the fact that you, he would have to put all of the work on himself and be the number one receiver there in Pittsburgh, 
that would have been enough for me to not draft him in the first round, um, maybe second round. Um, but, but hindsight, twenty twenty. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I was nervous to draft him. He, like you said, he could have been the number one receiver, re- receiver, best receiver in the whole league as far as fantasy goes. But mm-hmm. he also has a bigger responsibility this year, and it's. I mean, he's the guy getting double and triple team now, so maybe he doesn't show up as much as he used to. So it was a big risk, and as of right now, it's not paying off. Yeah. So I think that I think Jess is going to win this week. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see the matchups being too great for Brittany, um, other than Deshaun Watson, Chris Carson. I mean, Frank Gore is not going to be doing much. And I mean, yeah, Dallas ran all over. Looks great. It's solid all the way through with Josh Jacobs showing up like crazy last week. Michael Thomas has not dropped off at all with mm-hmm. Breeze being out. Stafford, he's always good for 15 to 20 points. Le'Veon Bell versus Jacksonville. I mean, this he's he's kind of been lingering right there between average to to good. And if he can go from good to great, she especially against a team like Jacksonville, she might mm-hmm. she might have a really good really good point scorer right there. But yeah, yeah. I think Jess is gonna win this week just because her team her team looks solid all the way across. Double double digits from almost every position. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take Jess. Sorry, Brittany. In that matchup. I love you, Brittany. <laughs> All right, so on to the next matchup. We've got Bruce, VH Lupa Batman versus Injured Reserve. Rogers. And this is to see who's the best woman in the league. <laughs> yes. So we've already buried Roger. Um, he's got a running back coming his way. He does. Um, Josiah has Prescott on a bye week. Oh, man, don't do that to me. I did it to Josh and Roger. You just called me Bruce. That hurt. Huh? You called me Bruce. You said Josiah instead of Bruce. Oh, it sorry. Hurt. It hurt. It hurt. That's worse than Screw Josh you, being Bruce. called Roger. I know. Um, Roger's a great guy. Yeah. Bruce has Prescott on a bye. Yeah. And he doesn't have another quarterback. Interesting. Um, so I'm interested, I'm interested to see who he's going to pick up or if he even remembers to. Um, I wonder if he could start Dawson Knox in his quarterback spot. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Possibly. Uh, Leonard Fournette versus the Jets. Chase Edmonds. Devontae Adams is still questionable. Delaney Walker's questionable on his team. Um, and on Rodgers' side, he's got Brady versus Cleveland. Um, he has. He still has four quarterbacks, though. Yeah. Well, he's trading Brissett well, he's away, but he's got to decide between Minshew, Breeze, and Brady. Is Breeze, Breeze has to be coming back relatively soon. I'm not sure if he's going to be back this week or if they're going to bring him back after their bye week. That um, would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, because they've got um, one more game versus Arizona this week and then a bye week. So there's a good chance that they're not going to bring him back just because it's Arizona. And they've been playing really, really well. Just give them those extra couple weeks to rest mm-hmm. and bring them back. You know, whenever you know after the bye week. 
John I think Brown, that's probably what they're going to do. John Brown is has been the best receiver that the Bills have. Yep. So that's a pretty solid play. Austin Hooper has been a great tight end for where Roger drafted him. And then, I mean, he's he's got to start either uh, Sammy Watkins or who's he, uh, Golden Tate, or may, maybe even possibly both. So who... I don't know. His team's his team is not looking great. Neither team is looking great as far as putting up over 100 points this week. Now, he doesn't have Sammy Watkins. He will though, won't he? No, he's I had to just drop Sammy Watkins because of my bench. Oh, well, Roger, Sam, Sammy Watkins Sam, is out there on the waiver wire. You might need him. Sammy Watkins has also been hurt for like three weeks, and he's still probably not going to be coming back. So. Classic Sammy Watkins. Yeah, yeah. I got what I needed out of him for one week, and then he's been riding my bench. So, you know, hoopy-doopy. Yep. Um, but I think Roger will win this week, put him up at the two and six spot. I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. All right, Bruce, this um, is your challenge. If you're listening on your stupid little Android phone, <laughs> if you don't beat Roger. beat Roger this week, we are going to bury you. You know, I'm going to make a bold prediction here in that um, Cook, Dalvin Cook is going to get hurt on Thursday. Oh, um, gosh. Just because he is on Roger's team now. So I, I'm, I'm kind of like secretly hoping that happens because that would just be hilarious. That would make me so sad. I like Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Especially- I do too, but... But but just because you know the trade and then now now, now watch Tyree Kill and Mari Cooper are both going to get hurt. So well, Tyree Kill already got got myself. the Roger. Yeah, already. yeah. So I'll I'll take him. I mean, Amari Cooper did too last week. Oh so. yeah, shoot. So all right, yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, get to the next one here. We've got Michael versus Jed. Another big one versus big Bulbier fighter. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I just I'm excited. This is so this is so hard whenever we're not in the same room. I mean, and I can only see from from I can only see your eyes and your forehead because of where you're placed. Well, I, I can't, mean, that's fine. I can't see your face at all because you've got a What's well, because a, you told me you didn't want to see it. See, and he's winking at you. He is. I just it's totes adorbs. I feel like I should sing Hakuna Matata with you. You won't. We can't do that because we'll get sued. I feel like out of everyone in this league, I'm the most likely to be Timon. Who's, yeah, I who's see most that. likely to be Pumbaa? Is it? No. It's, Roger. Ro- <laughs> it might be Josh or Josh and Roger because apparently well, they're the same person. Roger sings better than Josh. Or, well, Josh has know, a great yeah. voice. Josh has a great voice. Yeah, Josh does. Yeah. It might be Roger. Michael's definitely Scar. Yeah. Well, yeah. Michael or Jed? You're cutting out a little bit here. No. Oh, sorry. I feel like Jed is the monkey that Ruffy holds. I, I, yeah. He's no, no, he is not. He's not that smart. He can't be Rafiki. Brittany, Brittany's the monkey. Yeah, Brittany's Rafiki, definitely. Um, 
Jed and Jess are like the crazy hyenas. Like Jed's like the crazy hyena, and then Jess is like the the ghetto one. Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. With the ghetto booty. Yeah. Who would Nathan be? It's been so long Nathan, since I watched that movie. Nathan would probably be Mufasa. Isn't he the dad? Yeah. Wait, then who's the who's the the Lion King? The Who, Simba? Who's Simba? Well, it's not me or Bruce, so I don't I, know. I could kind of see it. I, you could be a Lion King. You've got a, a nice little mane there. Bruce <laughs> yeah, is I'm one of it back. Bruce is one of the insects that they eat during that song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Tune in next week for whenever we compare the Fantasy Football League to another Disney movie. All right. So (laughs) weigh in. Weigh in on the group chat. Who do you think I am? Who do you think Daniel is? And Bruce, you can't weigh in because we kicked you out of that chat. Whatever. Yep. Yeah, we've got a completely separate chat because those green texts are annoying. So Bruce or uh, <laughs> Bald Bear, Jed versus Michael. Who's gonna win? I think it's up in the air. I don't. I think probably Jed. It's probably. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't yeah. even looked at it. It's Michael's team has just shown that week after week they're not. Even when Jed lost last week, he scored 111 points. So that's a that's been a bad week for him. So in order for Michael mm-hmm. to beat him. Jed is going to have to have another bad week, but even at 111 points, he would have beat Michael last week. So Michael, Michael's team actually has to show up and do something in order. Michael's going to have to score 120 points to win, and I don't think his team has it in them. I'm going to pick Jed, too. If Michael gets a different quarterback, I could see him pulling out a win. If he can get a quarterback to get him 25, 30 points... Well, he has Donald versus the Dolphins next week, and I don't know what he's doing in waiver wires, but... Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely looking at a quarterback in waiver wires because I had offered, you know, or we had talked about a trade. Um, So we'll see there, um, see if if we can get something worked out with that or see who he gets from the waivers. If he can get a decent quarterback, um, I think that there's a good chance that Michael could pull out a win here. Yeah. AJ but Green is Jets doubtful got, for this week. Uh, he which is different than out. He's probably not going to be in, but AJ Green is now being murmured that possibly within the next couple of weeks he will be back. Yeah. Uh Kirk Cousins versus Washington could be really big for oh, especially versus Washington because he's going to yeah. want to put them next to Roger in the grave. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones has been doing really well. Carlos Hyde, eh. he's actually been he, doing really well as well. As well, 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 uh, well as well, well as well as well as well as well. He's had two good weeks. Hey, that's um, better than last week. Marlon Mack has been doing. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, this past week, Hyde only put up three points. Um, Michael's if if he could have a week of consistent play from all of his team, he'll win this week. But I don't it, – it's – he's always getting 90, 100 points, but it's because of his defense, which is probably going to have another big week this week with the Patriots' defense. But Thanks, Josh, for dropping yeah, them to the waivers. Stupid, Josh. Josh, you would be hands down in first place right now if you didn't drop them to the waivers. 
That's that's actually big facts. And I think that that is not as much of an advantage for Michael this week because Jed has the Bears defense versus the Chargers, who have also been not great. And the Bears the, the Bears haven't been the number one defense like they were projected to be. But against a team like the Chargers that is struggling, they could get, I don't know, 27 turnovers and a touchdown possibly. Uh, yeah. But so even but though – It could also go the opposite way where they could, you know, do really bad because they're just getting overwhelmed because that Bears offense can't stay on the field long enough to get them rest. Yeah, it's, so. not, it's not really been fair for the Bears defense as far as fantasy goes because – you can only stop the other team so many times before your offense goes three and out and punts it back. So yeah, their defense is still really good. They are just on the field a lot. Yeah. I, I think, think this one's going to be close. It is a good matchup all the way top to bottom. But like I said, Jed's team has been showing up. Michael's has taken a few weeks off, and it's going to take mm-hmm. Michael some, some point scoring to win. You know, yeah, I think in order for him to win, he's going to need to win. You can't lose in this league and hope to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm giving ES- No, I know com- Yeah, ESPN yeah. analyst stuff right there. All right, Booger. All right, <laughs> Booger. You got to score touchdowns to score points. Got to get in the end zone to win the game. Did you hear Which what, is, which is technically not true if you're the 49ers cuz you could just kick field goals and beat the Redskins. Booger McFarlane last night, he said it's it's really easy to play defense in the red zone because the the end zone is your twelfth defender, and so technically you have twelve defenders out there on the field. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking mute button, like get off my TV. Oh, I, yeah, I had I was actually listening to a podcast whenever I was watching that game because I can't stand Booger and. I ended up turning it off like at the end of the third quarter anyway because it was boring to watch. ESPN just announced that they're going to be carrying the XFL, which is good for the mm-hmm. XFL because ESPN buried them the last time that they tried to have a league, but also bad for them because Booger McFarland's probably going to be calling their games. So you hate to see it, but good for the XFL. They have a, a major... Maybe we'll do fantasy XFL through the summer. Maybe they'll just take Booger and get him out of the NFL and let him do like one a week for the XFL. That way, I don't ever have to listen to him call games in the NFL again. That would be he the doesn't best deserve to be in a high school game. No, I wouldn't let him call no. a Pee Wee game. No, I wouldn't let him call his mom. I might call. Who his am mom. I kidding? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd call his mom too. Probably, maybe. I don't know if she looked anything like him. Hell no. Oh man. Anyway, all right, Booger. Go find a different job. All right. Let's go ahead and get to the last matchup of the week. We've got the Wrath of Quan Nathan versus Josiah. Unsolicited Dak picks. First place versus second place. It's the second yep. week in a row that I've faced. It, wait, was Michael second place last week? I think he was. I think so. I think so, yeah. Well, yeah, because he was above Nathan. Yeah, so I'm going to have to take down two number two teams in order to hold my number one spot. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think it's going to happen for me because it's just, it doesn't, I, Nathan's team looks like 
it has great matchups. He's actually projected to beat me by 24 25. points. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to put Nick Chubb back in. That's going to be good for me. Uh, but Versus New England? Man. <laughs> this might be the week, Josiah. This might be the week. I think Nathan could take this. I think he is going to take it. I have Thielen, who's out completely. Let me slide slide somebody in there. And then Latavius Murray, he might play. He might not play. Who knows? Yep, yeah, this is the week I'm going down. So yeah, Losing Adam Thielen on the week that they play Minnesota or play Washington <laughs> is tough because that could have been a game where he got you 30 or 40 points. Uh, which also plays into my whole playing Josh where he's got digs. So I might get fucked on that. Um, Depending the, on who I mean, starts they, right now, Kamara is projected to get almost 20 points and Latavius Murray's projected to get only six. So depending on who starts next week, I'm going to slide Kamara in just for projection's sake. I, whoever starts is going to get about 15 points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, e- either one of those running backs is going to actually produce for you. Um, so with they might they might also do the same thing with Kamara as they're going to probably do with Breeze and let him sit another week and get healthy. Yeah, and come back after the bye. But e- even then, Latavius Murray will put put some points up for you. Um, I moved some things around. I sat Thielen. I'm now projected 118.6 points to his 114.6 points. So I feel better about myself. But like I said. <laughs> It's still not great. Russell Wilson coming off his worst week. Uh, Nick Chubb versus New England. Zach Ertz coming off his worst week going up against Buffalo. Eckler going up against Chicago. I I don't know. It's just... I'm going to have to do your, some toying with this lineup to see who I want to start. Both of your defenses should do really well. I mean, Seahawks versus Atlanta. Saints versus Arizona. I mean, I also have the Steelers versus Miami on my bench, and I still haven't decided who I'm going to start there. I'm probably going to do New Orleans just because, just because if Matt Ryan doesn't play, 100% New Orleans defense. Yeah, I mean, I I well Arizona. They're facing. No, yeah, that's what I meant. So Saints are playing. That's what I meant. Yeah, Josh, Roger, whatever. I've had a long day. I worked some overtime today, not on purpose. <sighs> Go ahead, Daniel. Take it away. All right. I'm probably going to lose this This week. one's going to be close. I'm hoping that you lose this week because I, if, if you lose and I – if I lose, I need you to lose because we're still one game apart. If I win and you lose, great. If I win and you win, See, I'm still I think just it's... one behind you, so – I think it's the other way for you. I think you should be rooting for me to win because you're never going to catch me. You need, need to get over that. But you can hop Nathan for that second place. And Well, I mean, technically I am that. in second place because I've got more points than he does. But since we're in different divisions, I'm in third place. So technically I'm in second place. But the nice thing about the divisional matchups, though, is that if you're in first place in our division and I'm in second place in our division, 
I have to play against the first place in their division, so I don't have to play against you in the playoffs. That's true. That first round. So either way, I need to be right there with you. I can't afford to lose because I've got people nipping at my heels. So Yeah. <laughs> and with it, Josh or with with Rod or Jesus, I'm in the same boat as you. If Michael and since Michael and Jed are playing each other, one of those one of them is gonna have five wins. So if Josh loses or if I lose or if Nathan loses, that could push one of us out of the playoff talk. So and I even though I'm I'm kind of somewhat comfortably in first place at the moment, we just saw with Michael where he fell from first place all the way down to sixth place just like mm-hmm. that with the drop like just with a couple bad weeks in a row and with as close as you guys are to me if I were to lose two weeks in a row, which is definitely possible, I'd be completely out of the playoffs with how well yeah. everyone else is scoring. So I need to keep winning in order to make sure I make the playoffs and take home the trophy because that's the only thing I have in life right now. That's very sad. Well, it's more than you have in life because I'm going to beat you. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. I'm going to take Nathan this week, and that's my prediction. I think it's going to be Nathan as well, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Russell Wilson turns it around because in order for me to win, I'm going to need that. And if he shows up, that would be great for me because I'm not starting Phillip Rivers against the Bears. That would be a dumb move. You should do that, actually. That would be big dumb. Big dumb. All right. I'm done. Yeah, what else? Let's get out of what here. What else is there to do? Famous last I words. You got it. any famous last words for the week? Yeah, Nathan's going to win. <laughs> Listen to Nathan's our podcast coming out on Thursday. Yes. We interviewed Loving WV. WV. Loving Loving West Virginia? Loving West Virginia. I'm excited to listen to it because I wasn't there for it, and I like Loving West Virginia. It was a really good episode. If you've made it this Did far in this j- episode, make sure you listen <laughs> Check to the Check us out on Thursday. One. And don't forget that we are officially bi-weekly now. Yes. And check us out everywhere. Yeah, we didn't Facebook, really plug Instagram. anyone else. No. Check Video out our other podcast. Mythos had a crazy episode. If you haven't listened to Video Game Mythos yet with the Ben Drowned episode, shout out to Michael. And I think you did a lot of editing on that as well. Yeah, I did the editing for him and the music and stuff. So Go listen. I, I, that, I, I, was, I was creeped out because I, I went over to my grandparents because they had to go to the hospital really early and they needed me to drive them. So I was sitting in the old creepy house surrounded by all these antiques and I was editing that episode with my headphones on and it was just like the creepiest shit. <laughs> like, Dude. But it was such a good episode. I listened to that in my car on the way home in the dark and when I got home, I turned the flashlight on on my phone and make sure it, walked, <laughs> it locked the door behind me. You know, you run up the yeah. stairs real quick. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. You don't want to get grabbed. That's why I don't. I don't put my bed like on a you know, on a frame because I don't like the feeling of something potentially being under my bed. I don't like it at all. So I have to have my, my mattress on the ground. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I always a, I'm wondered why you did that when I, 
would yeah. come over to play. Yeah, or if if I do have a like a bed that sits up off the ground, underneath of it is just packed full of stuff, like absolutely packed full of stuff. Like in the basement over at Michael's, whenever I had to build my bed frame because the floor was on a slant, the underneath of it was just packed full of stuff. So I'm weird. There you go. Anyway. There you go. You learned a little, little bit about us this week. Me. Yeah. We're definitely terrified of video game podcasts, and we're definitely <laughs> both better looking than Jed. Tune in next yep. week to figure out your next week. One, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next time. Yeet. Yeah.